Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aw yeah? In this week's podcast, Ollie and I are talking all about weather related idioms. Idioms are a really important part of language learning because they can be very confusing for the reason that they have non literal meanings. But don't worry because we have lots to share with you today and we'll be giving you examples about how you can use them and how you can start understanding them today. And as always, over on our Instagram at reallife.english, we have a bonus lesson for you there with even more weather idioms. So make sure you head on over there to check that out as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. Yeah, boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Andrea from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and breezy way to learn English. So, download this podcast and listen to it while you're sunbathing in the park, on your morning run, or even dancing in the rain. I'm joined in the global studio by none other than our resident Aussie, Ollie. How are you doing, Ollie? Good, thanks, Andrea. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I loved your adjective and your action there. It's quite related to our podcast today, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to keep all of the the different topics in the theme of our, our main topic today. So I thought I'd put breezy and dancing in the rain, which I love to do. I know, that's so fun. That's such a fun thing to do. And what does it mean if something is breezy? If something is breezy, then it's easy to do. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Friends or maybe you've done our course, you might have seen it in Friends. I think there was a really fun episode with Monica where she was convincing herself that she was talking in a breezy way which means like in an easy kind of not stressed way of speaking. And it was really funny. So today's topic is all about the weather. So we're going to be talking about some weather idioms. And it's a well-known fact that us Brits love to talk about the weather. So no matter who we're speaking to in any conversation, it's, it's a topic that comes up quite a lot. And I'm really curious, Ollie, are the Aussies obsessed with the weather like we are? <laughs> Funny you say that, Andrea, because when I saw that we were talking about this topic, I had a little giggle, which means to have a little laugh to myself. Because when I lived in England uh, back 10 years ago, I think it was, um, everybody used to say, hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, it's a nice day today, isn't it? It's like the second thing that comes up in conversations. And going back to your question about whether Aussies are obsessed with the weather like the Brits are, the answer is no, because like (laughs) our weather is pretty decent down under. (laughs) It's true. It makes sense. I think that's why we're so obsessed with it is because you never know what kind of weather you're going to get. And it changes so much in the UK. And normally, like if you bump into someone 
you'll mention the weather. My parents seem to be obsessed with it. Like we don't even live in the same country anymore. (laughs) We don't even live in the UK anymore. And they always tell me about the weather there and they track the weather in Barcelona on their mobile as well. Like, (laughs) and they're like, oh, so you had a nice sunny day today. (laughs) It's hilarious. It's so funny actually, because my friend also who she's from London and she's in London right now. And she's like, oh, what's the weather like there today? And I'm like, oh, it's sunny in Brazil. It's sunny in Rio, like it always is. And she's like, oh, I'm in um, Greenwich and the sun's out and people are out on the lawn and people are out (laughs) having their picnics. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're so British. (laughs) Yeah, because actually I know this as well. There's like a mini heat wave happening in the UK at the moment. And with the COVID restrictions, people are allowed to meet in their garden as well from yesterday, Mm -hmm. as of yesterday. So I think people will be doing that a lot with the lovely weather Absolutely. over this week. And do you know what I found fascinating when I lived in England is that especially London and other big cities because, like, you don't have a beach inland, obviously, um, but people go to, like, the, the big public parks and they treat it as if, like, it's a beach. They take their shirts off and they get a tan, <laughs> get burnt really red. <laughs> it's true. Even when, I mean, it's March now, so even when it's sunny, it's not going to be that hot, but people will go out in their shorts and T-shirts and flip-flops and everything. And yeah, they'll go to the the park and sunbathe in their bikinis like they're at the beach. Any moment there's some sunshine, we make the most of it. (laughs) Crazy. Love it. So as we mentioned before, we're going to be talking about weather-related idioms, and these are idioms that natives use a lot, but maybe it's a good point to clarify what idioms are exactly. Yeah, so an idiom is a phrase or expression that typically presents a figurative or non-literal meaning um, attached to the phrase. So you might have an idiom that is you know, four words in length. Um, But you can't actually like translate word for word what that might mean because it just won't make sense. I think that's what makes them so confusing is just because they are non-literal. But there are some really great ones here that we're going to share with you today that you can start understanding and hopefully start using too. But before we get into it, let's check out today's shout out. And today's shout out comes from Julio or Julio, depending on where you're from. Uh, And it goes like this. I've been following the Learn English with TV series channel pretty much since its beginning. And every time a new video is uploaded, I watch it to be all caught up. A few months ago, I decided to give the podcast a try. Since the moment I listened to the first episode, I just got addicted. So good, nice conversation, fun, and most important, real life English. So I've been listening to at least one episode a day until now, the last one uploaded. I feel a little sad that I'm not going to have episodes to listen to whenever I want anymore, only when a new one is posted. It was already a part of my life and my daily routine. Love you guys. You're the best. Oh, we love you too. Wow, that's an amazing review. Thank you so much, Julio or Julio. I'm sorry that you're all caught up now, but hopefully you'll be enjoying listening to this podcast today. And remember, if you want us to shout you out, just head on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to us and leave us a five-star review. This also helps other people have fun learning with us. 
So with that said, let's check out today's quote. What's today's quote, Ollie? Today's quote comes from John Ruskin, who was a Victorian art critic. And if you don't know what I mean by Victorian, it means during the Victorian period in the 1800s, during Queen Victoria's reign as Queen of England and the Commonwealth. Uh, And of course, it's a weather quote. So it goes like this. Sunshine is delicious. Rain is refreshing. Wind braces us up. Snow is exhilarating. There is really no such thing as bad weather. Only different kinds of good weather. Nice. I really like it. It's actually a different way to think about the weather because I think, you know, we tend to think of it as only good and bad weather. But this is a nice attitude to have towards even different types of weather that maybe stop you from doing certain activities you want to do like rain or wind or snow. So I think Mm. that was a really good choice today. But how believable is it that there's only one kind of weather? It's only good weather. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's trying to look at the beauty in everything, right? Mm. Because I guess if it's raining, you can go dancing in the rain, like you mentioned earlier. (laughs) If it's snowing, you can go make snow angels and have snowball fights and things. And I remember someone telling me as well, actually, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. So you (laughs) kind of have to be prepared in what you wear for different types of weather, right? That's true. Yeah. Always have an umbrella, you know, at home in case in case especially in the UK (laughs) especially in the UK and actually I think this theme fits in really well to what we were talking about in last week's podcast about you know Easter and spring and you know the beautiful weather that you know you're going to have in Barcelona that we pretty much have most of the year here in Brazil and different parts of the world so good choice Andrea Hi, yeah, Global Citizen. Would you like transcripts for these episodes of the podcast so that you can understand everything? And how would you like to practice what you learn here by speaking with other listeners? It sounds like a dream, right? Well, now it is a reality. We're super excited to announce that we have started testing and are getting ready to release the much-anticipated Real Life English podcast and speaking app, where you will be able to do all of this at the touch of a button for free. But before we launch our app to thousands and eventually millions of learners from around the world, we're inviting a small group of our friends and special fans to get a unique first look. I want to invite you to join us for private beta testing. You will exclusively be allowed to download and test the app and participate in scheduled speaking events. Most importantly, we'll use your feedback to guide us in building a world-class, real-life English listening and speaking experience. To apply for our private beta testing program, go to reallifeglobal.com slash app or click the link in the description of this podcast. Okay, so as we've mentioned a few times, today's main topic is weather idioms. And so first we're going to have a look at some idioms to do with the rain. So what's the first one, Ollie? So the first idiom is as right as rain. And that means you feel fine and healthy. So to put it into context, someone might say to you, oh, hey, how are you doing today? And then you could say, 
I'm as right as rain. And that means you feel great. You feel healthy. You're ready to go. You have lots of energy. Yeah, that's a really good one and a really good one to start off with, I think. I think it's also a nice example that you gave there of a way to say that you're well without saying, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Or, you know, the usual kind of response that people give when they're asked how they are. This is a really nice idiom that you can use for that. Yeah. Imagine if like, if you like respond to someone I'm with an idiom to how are you, they'd be like, mm, yeah, you're English. Good <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> exactly. I like it. So there you go. A really great one. Just four words there as well. It's an easy one to remember. And you can start using that to respond to people that ask you how you are when you're feeling good. Okay. So what's the next one? So the next one is to take a rain check. What might I mean if I say to take a rain check? So this is this is quite a good one. You've probably heard it in movies and TV series. I definitely think it's a super American one. I would say we use it in the UK. Would you say you use it much in Australia? Yeah, we would definitely use it. I guess mm. it's it's advanced English, um, but again, it's it's common. Yeah, we would use it in Australia too. Yeah. So this is used to say that you're not going to do something. So maybe someone says, oh, do you want to meet up tomorrow? And you say, oh, I need to take a rain check. So it's like you say, it's a way of saying that you can't meet or, you know, you would like to, but you can't right now. So maybe in the future. Mm, exactly right. And I, again, you could also use this example if like you live on the coast and like, oh, let's go to the beach on Sunday. And then you wake up on Sunday and it's actually raining. You say, oh, let's <laughs> Let's rain check. You can also say that as well. Let's rain check to do something at a later date. Yeah. So that's a really good one. If you have to cancel plans as well, maybe something comes up and, you know, it's unexpected and you'll call up your friend or text them and say, oh, I need to take a rain check because this has come up. So you're just saying that you're postponing your plans, right? Exactly. Okay, so what's the next one? So the next one is terrain cats and dogs. <laughs> and this goes back to what we were saying earlier when we like kind of defined what a an idiom is. Like you can't really take the words literally because if you take rain, cats and dogs literally, it means like cats and dogs are falling from the sky. <laughs> it's just not true. Um, so if someone says to you, oh, it's raining cats and dogs today, they probably mean, well, they definitely mean that it's raining really hard or it's raining a lot. Exactly. It's like really heavy rain. Mm. And I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like in some other languages, they might have a similar idiom, but it's not cats and dogs. Like they use something else to describe how it's raining. Go on, impress us with your Spanish. Oh no, I don't, I don't actually know it. I can't, <laughs> I can't do that right now. I don't know it, but I feel like I've heard it. I'm going to check it up. I, I need to have a, have a look and maybe we can include it in our bonus lesson on Instagram or something, a nice fun fact. Yeah. And if somebody's listening and they um, want to comment, if they have a different one to rain, uh, to rain cats and dogs, leave us a comment on the show notes of this podcast or on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah, that would be really, really interesting for us to hear your alternatives as well. All right, go on, Andrea. I think it's your turn to introduce the next one. Okay, so the next one is when it rains, it pours. So what does this mean, Ollie? I mean, if you think about it, when it rains, it pours, you kind of think, oh, 
when it rains, yeah, and pours. Pours means heavy rain. So you might think, oh, it's the same as cats and dogs, but it's a little bit different. It's kind of like saying misfortunes seem to either all come quickly or they all come at once. So let me try and break that down a little bit, a little bit more. Um, So maybe if you're a lucky person, you might have some bad luck. And instead of like only one piece of bad luck coming, you might have four or five or six pieces of bad luck at the same time. Okay. So uh, let's think about this as an example. So I here in Brazil, I go to the supermarket and I normally take my um, grocery shopping bags because they don't that they have plastic bags and I prefer to to not use the plastic bags. But I forget my plastic bags and I think, oh, no, bad situation. And then I go shopping and then I come to the checkout and they give me some plastic bags but they don't have enough. So I, they overstack. They put lots of food in my plastic bags. And as I'm walking home because I don't have a car, the plastic bags break. <laughs> so all of my groceries go all over the floor. So it's kind of like bad things that happen like in a short period of time to you. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good example. And when you think about pouring as well, so the verb to pour is, for example, you pour water, like the hot water from the kettle to make a cup of tea. You pour yourself a glass of water, stuff like that. So if you think about it, when it's pouring, there's a lot of liquid coming coming out into, into the cup. So that's what it means by when it rains, it pours. Like mm. it's not just light rain, it's super heavy rain and it just kind of has that snowball effect, doesn't it? Exactly right, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. So still to do with the rain. There's, lot, there's lots of rain idioms and the next one is to rain on someone's parade. And I really like this one because it means it that somebody spoils your plans or you spoil their plans or you prevent them from enjoying themselves kind of thing. And you might know that parade is like during carnival or you might see the Queen parade up and down the mall in London, uh, so that type of event. But when I think of like to rain on someone's parade and something going wrong and somebody, you know, spoiling their plans, I always think of like uh, a mum proposing to her boyfriend at, a, at her daughter's wedding. Uh, for like the daughter, it's her day, it's her wedding, it's all about her. And then mum comes over and destroys the day by making it all about her. The attention is off the daughter and onto the mum. So that's what I think about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like when you take the attention off someone else. So maybe they are celebrating a really big achievement and then someone else comes in with another really big achievement or something that brings the attention to them. And that's where we use this expression. I love this one as well. It kind of reminds me of the theatre as well and some show tunes and... It's um, it's just a fun one that we do use a lot as well when this happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a few more to do with the rain. What's the next one, Ollie? So the next one is uh, come rain, hail or shine. Or you could even just say rain, hail or shine. It, it means that you're going to do what you had planned, whatever happens. Okay, so for example, I go back to my example of the beach because I think, you know, we associate warm, sunny weather with the beach. And, you know, you say on Wednesday, oh, look at the weather, it's terrible. And your friend says, no, we're going to go rain, hail or shine. So whatever the weather is, we're going to go and do it. Yeah, and I didn't actually know that this one was rail, hail or shine. When I've used it, I've only ever actually said come rain or shine. Oh, 
Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe actually it's a good opportunity to explain what hail is. Ah, that's a good point. So hail, for people who don't know, is kind of like the ice, like frozen water is ice, <laughs> and the frozen ice that falls out of the sky. So we can have a hailstorm, and it's really bad for your car if it hits your car because it's quite, even though the balls, the hail balls are quite heavy, it's still quite dangerous. Yeah, we often call them hailstones as well mm. in the UK. And again, depending, like they can be different sizes. So you might get small hailstones, but sometimes you get some the size of like a golf ball and that's where they can really damage like your car, like you mentioned, and just do other damage to property. Yeah. I don't know. When I, Growing up, my dad was like, it's hailing outside, get the car in the shed. And we'd all like run outside and move the car into the shed or the garage in American English just to make sure that uh, the car was safe. So... Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice that you're going to do something even if it's hailing. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because, you know, it could be quite uncomfortable if you get stuck out in the hail. <laughs> <laughs> Take your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one then? The next one doesn't actually have the word rain in it, but it is still related to the rain. It is related to the rain because um, it, this one's a dry spell. And it literally means when it doesn't rain. So you might hear farmers say, oh, we're having a dry spell in the bush. So it means like a long time without rain. Um, but, you know, that's the literal set. That's the literal meaning. But figuratively, it's when you don't do something for a period of time or when you have less success than usual. Yeah. And an example could be, I don't know. I don't know where this came from. I think maybe I've seen it in a TV series recently or something, but maybe for example, in your relationship, maybe things aren't quite as heated as they used to be or something. And you're saying, oh, we're having a bit of a dry spell. I did actually, I saw this in Modern Family recently. Um, one of the couples, I think it was Jay and Gloria, they, one of them thought they were having a bit of a dry spell. So maybe where there wasn't so much passion. And so you could use this idiom to describe this period as well. Absolutely. That's the perfect one. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our real-life native immersion course, we will take you on a 41-week real-life adventure of the English language, each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use real native English and make it a permanent part of your life in a way that is fun, natural, and convenient. The best part is you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. We will send it to your email. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod, that's P-O-D, to sign up. Now let's get back to today's podcast lesson. And so what's the last one to do with rain, Ollie? Well, I actually really like this one because I, I practice this practice. <laughs> can you say that? Uh, so it's... <laughs> it's to save up for a rainy day. And that means basically you put money aside or you put money into a, a separate bank account in case of an emergency. 
So if you are learning about finance and money and taking care of your money like I am, uh, I have an emergency account and it's basically my emergency account in case of a rainy day, in case something really bad happens and I need to access that money. Yeah, that's a really good thing to do. It's really important to have that behind you in case of any emergency. But I guess there are some people that save up for a rainy day, but then sometimes maybe think, what the hell, and just spend that money (laughs) on a holiday or something. Do you know anyone that's done that before? Uh, Maybe I've done that as well, but uh, no, (laughs) not quite, not quite. Do you? Yeah, I do. (laughs) And I can tell you don't do it because it can be quite stressful because you never know when that rainy day is going to come and you're going to need that money. Exactly. I mean, I think we've experienced in the last, you know, year or so, like quite a lot of trauma that people have faced around the world because of the pandemic and losing their jobs. So it just goes to show that it's important to save up for a rainy day. Definitely. So there you go. We've actually already told you eight idioms there with rain. So now we're going to move on to idioms with clouds. Uh, And when I think of clouds, I think of, you know, happy, puffy. Well, actually, that could be Mm, that could be a little bit different because you actually have like white fluffy clouds that look like sheep (laughs) and then you have like the dark gray clouds that signal the storm is coming but the anyway I'm going off on a a tangent there going off track so the first one that I've got is on cloud nine and this goes back to the first idiom that we came up with as well uh, which was as right as rain to say you feel fine and healthy so if someone says I'm on cloud nine, it means they're extremely happy. Maybe they Mm. have been accepted into a university course. Maybe they got a new job. Maybe they've just started a relationship with somebody that they've been with. Maybe they have finally discovered real life English and they're feeling a renewed sense of purpose. (laughs) I love that. I love that example. (laughs) But You explained it really well. So this is such a great one to explain when maybe you've had some really good news or just a way to express how happy you are. And you'd be like, I'm on cloud nine. And I don't know why it's cloud nine. It's really weird. I wonder what the origin is. I don't know, you know. Yeah. But it's definitely one that we use a lot. What about the next one? So the next one is head in the clouds. So... This one, maybe it's not negative, but it's not as positive as the one we just spoke about. If someone has their head in the clouds, it means that they're unaware of what's really going on, or maybe they're not very focused and they're not paying attention. Mm, Yeah, I often say that uh, about my brother when we're walking in, you know, the city or in busy places down the footpath or the sidewalk, if you're from America. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I had to put that in for Ethan. We miss our commander in chief. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, my brother, he's quite, we could also say spacey, like not really aware of what's going on. And he's got no spatial awareness. And he always like, runs into people type type thing. So I could say his head's in the clouds, like he's he's not focused, he's got no idea what's going on. Um, that's my example. <laughs> no, that's a really good example. And, I mean, it, it kind of makes you think as well, if your head is in the clouds, then your feet mm. aren't on the ground, right? Mm. So you're not grounded. So I guess it kind of 
means the opposite of that. Like if you're grounded, you know, you're realistic, you kind of know what's going on, you're present. But if your head is in the clouds, you're not. Okay, so what's the last one we have here to do with clouds? Yeah, I think this one's a nice one, actually. It's every cloud has a silver lining. And you've probably heard people often use silver lining in different expressions in English. But in this context, it means that every difficult situation has a hopeful aspect. That's to say that something good will come out of a difficult situation. So, I mean, we can even think of you know, the COVID situation at the moment, you know, uh, COVID, every cloud has a silver lining is to say that a lot of people are starting to get vaccinated and that there's good that's going to come out of like a really terrible situation that we've been experiencing in the last year. Yeah, definitely. And it could be, for example, like maybe right now, you weren't offered a job that you went for, but then in the future, you're going to find something that works a lot better for you. So, when something like that happens as well, you'd say every cloud has a silver lining because it felt like there was a huge cloud above me and I was sad when I didn't get the job I went for. But then I got an even better job because I wasn't offered that first one. So that's another example there of how you could use this idiom. Yeah, definitely. I think that's great. That definitely worked for for me here at Real Life English. Um, so, yeah, I guess it worked. Yeah. that's great okay so we do have a few more idioms to share with you and now we're moving on to the wind oh no one likes a windy day especially me my hair goes everywhere (laughs) do you like windy days (laughs) no I don't because it's the same thing as you like your hair goes everywhere like sometimes it's really hard when it's super strong winds and you feel like you're getting blown away (laughs) so the first one is is get wind of something And it's to hear a rumor. And I kind of like this one because if you think of wind, it moves at a fast pace or it moves quite quickly. And so do rumors. So, Andrea, for people who don't know what a rumor is, maybe you could let them know. Yeah. So a rumor is like maybe someone has heard something. They don't know. It's not a fact, but they've heard something about someone and then they start passing on that information to other people. So it kind of becomes a rumor. You don't really know how much truth there Mm. is in it. So you see this a lot with tabloid newspapers and like magazines where they're talking about celebrities and their relationships and things like this. Often they're just rumors. There's not really any factual information there. Yeah. So I guess because, as I said, rumors spread really quickly and and the wind moves around quickly. So it kind of makes sense, this one, right? Yeah, I really like this one too. The way you described it is perfect. Like you can just imagine the wind (laughs) like passing this rumor around. (laughs) What about the next one? Okay, so the next one is to know which way the wind blows. Mm. So if you know which way the wind blows, that means you know or you can try and anticipate what will happen in the future this one isn't so common but it's a good one to know in case somebody uses it um maybe your professor who is super intelligent at university might say ah i knew johnny you know which way the wind blows if you get like a hundred on your on your paper or something like that so it's not really common but uh it's a good one to know interesting Okay, so what's the next one? So the next one is to throw caution to the wind. And it means if you take a great risk or if you behave recklessly. So to behave recklessly is to behave without care or caution. 
as it says mm-hmm. in the idiom. Um, and I think I've thrown caution to the wind quite a lot in my life because I, you know, finished university and moved to Bolivia in the middle of South America and now I'm here in Brazil. So I definitely think I've thrown caution to the wind. What about you, Andrea? Have you thrown caution to the wind? Yeah, so I guess you're a prime example of this idiom. I I don't know if I throw caution to the wind that much. Maybe I've taken some risks in terms of leaving the legal profession without really knowing what, what I wanted to do next and then going into teaching and then having a really good job in the UK and then deciding to move to Barcelona. So maybe in a way, I guess. I didn't know that about you, Andrea, learning new things. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I I think I've mentioned it maybe once or twice, but I haven't spoken about it that much. But yeah, this is kind of my second profession. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good. It just shows you how life can take you down different paths. And, you know, it's never too late to try something different. You don't have to be doing the one thing that you you studied for or anything like that. Mm. And Andrea, what about the last wind idiom? So the last one is to be blown away. So if you're blown away by something, it means that you're really surprised or like taken aback and it's just, yeah, something truly surprising. Have you been blown away by something recently? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if I've been blown away by something recently my husband did surprise me at Christmas with an amazing present when we said we weren't going to kind of spend too much money on presents (laughs) and things like that so (laughs) that kind of blew me away I was really surprised pleasantly surprised and it was a really nice thing um that's probably the last thing I can remember how about you um not really. I mean, oh, actually, no, I, I tell a lie. Um, my eldest brother, Sam, and his fiance are getting married in, the, in January next year. And last month they asked me to be the MC, which is the host of the wedding. So that was quite uh, surprising and that blew me away. I was very honoured. Uh, it's something that, you know, you don't expect. Um, and, yeah, it, it blew me away. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. So is that something quite usual in Australia? Do you have an MC for the wedding? We do, yeah. So the MC um, is the host, so they'll introduce everybody. They will uh, facilitate the the wedding to make sure everything goes to plan um, and just make sure that, you know, the food is served on time, the speeches are... Uh, they, they, they maintain order, I guess. You, mm-hmm. Do you have an MC nice. or a different name for it? Yeah, so we do have an MC. It stands for Master of Ceremonies. But from my experience in the UK, not everyone has one at their mm. wedding. Like at, at our wedding, we didn't actually have an MC. But I did have a designated person, like a family member, my cousin, who's like just amazing and super organized that all the professionals would speak to in case there was a problem or to you know, to ask questions to during the day so that they weren't bothering us. So maybe that's something kind of similar. Mm, Interesting. So there you have it. There are all of your weather idioms, but fear not because we do have 
even more over for you on our Instagram at reallife.english. So you can learn even more idioms over there just to do with more general things such as the storms and snow and rainbows. There's lots of lovely ones there that you can learn to understand and start using yourself. So make sure you head on over to our Instagram to check those out as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. And Andrea, before we finish, I just want to say well done. I really enjoyed uh, you today. You did a great job as the host of this podcast without Ethan here. So well done. Thank you so much. So of course, we really miss Ethan when he can't join us, but it was a really fun one to talk about with you as well, Ollie. And we'll see you again here next week on the Real Life English podcast. One, two, three. Ah, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.